Which vampire disability would you rather be born with? You turn into a baseball bat instead of a vampire bat? Or you die like a bumblebee if you bite someone? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. <laughs> so, tonight we are talking about vampires. So, Chloe Cunha, uh, offered up the suggestion. She is not here. Uh, she'll be here. She's just late. Or, I don't know, did, can somebody go invite her in? I don't know if she's waiting outside right now. So, the category is, I mean, the, the topic is vampires, so when I ask you a category, please don't say vampires. Uh, I drew up all of the categories this week. That's, yeah. That's why everything that's written on here looks like it could be on Adam Levine's body. So, so okay, the, the categories go like this. Dracula, these are questions that have to do with if you were a vampire, what would you do? Uh, Van Helsing, that's uh, vampire hunting questions. Yep. Fiction, this has to do with fictional vampires. Okay, I'll wait for you guys to catch up on that one. Fact, that has to do with... Okay, so these are like... Uh, the fact category is... Um, basically, it will be like, I'll ask you a question like, okay, this person's acting this way. Are they, in fact, a vampire or are they just being nice or something like that, right? So you'll have to figure out if they're vampire or not. Uh, and then wild card, which could be a question about anything. So, okay, cool. So, uh, here we go. We're going to start off the night with two of our newer people. Hey, I hope your day is going great. We're about to get into the debates on this show. But before we do, I wanted to remind you that you can come down and see this show recorded live any Friday night at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 7 p.m., there's nothing quite like being in the room during this show. It's a great environment. So come down, Maggie's Lounge, 7 p.m., Friday nights. Now our first debate of the night will be between Liz Esty and... Freedom Doomla. Okay, Freedom, uh, what category would you like? Let's just go wild card. Wild card. Wild All card. right, here we Crazy. go. Your question is for Mike B. Giordano. He says, whoops, you've been bitten by a vampire. Do you ask to be changed or do you ask for a quick death? So the question is, do I want to keep living or not? Yeah, I want to live like <laughs> fucking forever. This is great. Not just that, I'll have like vampire superpowers. Like I'll be sparkly as shit. And I'll be able to like float, I guess. 
I mean, what other cool things vampires can do? I don't want to die. I'm going to live forever. Absolutely. Quick death. Life is pain and existence is a prison. Are you dating my ex-wife right now? <laughs> because that sounds really familiar, and I'm so, so sorry. Um, yeah, light pain stops when you're immortal, right? Like, all of a sudden, you're bulletproof, and you can turn into a bat and fly away from all of the pain and start a new life in a country you've never heard of before. Still a better outcome than just dying right there because somebody... Time. Why? Why would I want to be alive right now? <laughs> All right, best use of time goes to Liz. <laughs> and I think I have to hand the win here to Liz Esty. That was cumulative less than four seconds that you talked. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Stephanie Elliott. Liz, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first this time. First, okay. What category would you like? I would like fact. You're entering your residence after a successful date with a potential partner in tow. You don't explicitly invite them in, and they abruptly stop at the entrance. Are they, in fact, a vampire, or are they just polite? Um, this sounds like a rare unicorn of a man who understands consent, and I'm into it. <laughs> Necessarily an issue, you know. Dating is hard. Okay, <laughs> dating is hard. Oh, no. Dating is hard. That's why it's great to find a man who respects that you didn't invite him in, or a man that you know is going to be gone in the morning because he's going to be dust. <laughs> All right, I hand the win here to Stephanie. Give it up for Liz. She had a great run. Okay, next up, everybody please welcome Lloyd Legacy Sharp and Vaden Jones. <laughs> Lloyd, do you want to go first or second? Second. Okay. Vaden, what category would you like? Oh, we going wild card, baby. Wild card. Okay. Your question is from Ken Green. He asks, should, quote, 10-year-old vampire be allowed to walk into a bar and buy a drink? And your options are, yes, she's been alive for centuries, or no, she's still 10 years old. Look, um, this is not going to be a popular answer, but yes, 
You, she has been alive for centuries. Even if she hasn't, my dad gave me whiskey for the first time when I was seven, and I'm fine. <laughs> Can only imagine what extra benefits a 10-year-old vampire drunk on bourbon would <laughs> And if nothing else, I just kind of want to see that. You. You kind of want to see Bill Cosby get to him a few years younger? Is that what you're advocating for? No! Obviously not. Well, you, you Alabamians are all the same. You like to take them when they're young and then make them horrible when they're older. In that case, forever, because they're never going to die or get over it. You want to see trauma in a younger girl that they will live with for the rest of their damn lives because they're always going to live. You know how many people are going to take advantage of them while they're in that state forever? You sicken me. Oh, uh, one, it's not a Bill Cosby situation. It's, uh, it's more of an R. Kelly situation at this point. <laughs> Two, this is what happens when you abstain from alcohol your entire life. <laughs> and if I can prevent another one of these from existing in the world, let's give that 10-year-old a drink. So R. Kelly's any better? Gotcha. Better R. Kelly than Bill Cosby. Wrong sexual assault artist, I apologize. No more me? Great, ask them how much they'd hate if I was never around anymore. Sometimes alcohol can prevent things like children being taken advantage of and living for the rest of their eternal lives. Alabamians make me sick. That's assault. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Vaden Jones. Okay, here we go. Next up, everybody, please welcome Izzy DeRosa and Chloe Cunha. All right, uh, Izzy, do you wanna go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Chloe, what category would you like? Ooh, this is, this is fun. Um, oh, it's hard because I kind of want, uh, they all sound great. <laughs> the Dracula is if you were a vampire? Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Let's go with that. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Your question is from Meg Connolly. She asks. <clears throat> Which vampire weakness could you deal with? Avoiding garlic or avoiding sunlight? <laughs> mm. Mm. You know, I think I would, uh, I would have a much easier time avoiding garlic. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I, I mean, I love garlic bread, don't get me wrong. I love it. But also, like, you know, I think that would get in a, it becomes an issue even when you're seducing as a human, you know, <laughs> the breath and everything. And I'm, I'm going to be a sexy vampire, obviously. 
So if I have a choice, it's like, oh, this is the one thing you can either do that or that as a vampire. I'm going to be like, no, let's go out in the sun. I, have, I actually didn't realize I have sunglasses in my pocket. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I want to be a day walker. Let's do it. Uh, I will go with it's easier to avoid sunlight. Um, I mean, I think because I'm a vampire, even though, you know, I deal or have dealt with depression and always seasonal affective disorder, I can't kill myself. I'm already undead, so that's fine. Um, I think it would also be nice because I would never have to see anybody. I already prefer nighttime anyways. Um, I could just hang out by myself in my room and avoid a lot of people and never smell anyone's uh, garlic breath. But, but you would have garlic breath, just so we're clear, right? That's the trade-off, is you gotta eat fistfuls of garlic <laughs> in the dark alone in your room. Um, and I, I'm just gonna be out in the sunlight, like peering up at your closed blinds, being like, wow, it really, it must smell like an awful Italian restaurant up there. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I feel pretty good, yeah. That's a good point, but it is Black History Month, and as, a <laughs> as an African vampire, seasonings are very important to me. <laughs> so that's fine by me. I, you know. And I don't have to go outside. No one will smell my garlic breath, because I'll be at home alone. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Izzy DeRosa. Damn. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I am not a Republican. She said Black History Month, and I was like, winner! <laughs> Next up, everybody please welcome Nick Martucci and Corey Saunders. Nick, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Corey, what category would you like? Let's do Dracula. That's fun. Okay. Okay. Your question is for Meg Connolly. She asks, I like how you're trying to get the Meg going, Lloyd. I do like it. We got Zach Jones already, so why not add the Meg? All right. Your question is for Meg Connolly. It's catching on. She asks, You've been turned into a vampire. Do you rock Victorian garb or just keep it casual? I keep it casual. Who has time for that aggravation? <laughs> the frills and the capes and all that shit. I'm gay enough. <laughs> if my ass showed up in here in a cape, you guys would be like, I mean, I get it. But... But you'd kind of have to be like, mm, he's a little extra. <laughs> I 
Oh, you definitely rock the Victorian garb. If you're going to go for it, you go all out with it. Like, I'm not going to turn myself into a vampire just to live like I live now. People are going to know I have to be sexy in order to attract other vampires. Otherwise, I'm me, and I'm alone for a long time. I don't care how comfortable dressing cash is. I need that sexy, all-out Victorian outfit for my Dracula. I see your point, but I would argue that the goal of a vampire is to drink the blood of the living in order to survive, correct? So you're not going to go out there dressed like some fucking like frilly like Victorian prince looking motherfucker and attract like someone who's going to let you bite their neck. <laughs> They're not going to be like, wow, I really like your outfit from the 1600s. Let's bone. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> As someone who's been on a date with a vampire, I can tell you the hoodie was fine. Time. But who you are going to attract is people who dig vampires. People who look at Benedict Cumberbatch or Tilda Swinton and think, yes, I want that. You want those people in your corner. You don't want any old person who's going to be like, yeah, schlubby guy. I want to be with him the rest of my life. Fuck that. I don't want to be with that guy. I want somebody with class like myself to live... All right, some excellent points on both sides, but I have to hand the win here to Corey Saunders. Okay. All right, next up, everybody please welcome Matt MacArthur and Stephen Archer. Matt, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I will go second. Okay. Um, let's do fact. Oh, Archer will pick the category because oh, he's going first. That makes way more sense. <laughs> we'll just go, we'll go with fact. I like this guy. Okay. Here we go. Your question <laughs> is from Mike B. Giordano. He asks, your best friend is extremely cagey and uncomfortable around crucifixes. Are they... <laughs> Are they, in fact, a vampire, or did they just go to Catholic school? All right, so that's kind of tough, uh, being somebody who hangs out with a lot of goth uh, metal kids who also went to Catholic school. Um, I'm going to say they just went to Catholic school. Um, it doesn't get much worse than Catholic school. Um, I've learned to hate rulers, um, crosses, holy water, churches, um, and grown men all in black. So... Uh, they probably just went to Catholic school. Yeah, I think they actually are probably a vampire because I went to Catholic school for 12 years and I'm an atheist, naturally, that's what happens. But, <laughs> but I still have to like deal with crosses, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna see one, someone you talk to has a little thing hanging around their neck and you can't just be like <laughs> Like I want to. But society has programmed me not to do that every time I see that happen. You know what I mean? Like, they're around. You just have to tolerate it because, after all, it is Black History Month, and we should be tolerant of everybody. I'm just using Lloyd's <laughs> suggestion to work it in, but it doesn't work for me at all. You guys like Catholics. And, yeah. <laughs> um, as somebody who also went to Catholic school, 
Um, definitely don't cringe when I see crosses, but my anus does get tighter when I see a priest. So they probably <laughs> went to Catholic school. That makes sense. Well, as having also gone to Catholic school, my anus doesn't get tight anymore at all, unfortunately. Twelve years. Twelve fucking years. And still. Thanks, man. All right. I hand the way to Matt MacArthur. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Tyler Derniak. Hey, Bill. Welcome to the show. Notice the shirts are back under the, the table over there. So. We have shirts. Really got a problem with the merch. We have like five shirts if anybody wants one. We have two smalls and one triple extra large. <laughs> Bill, they finally have a shirt for you. Uh, all right. Fucking Kevin Smith over here. <laughs> Bill, the audio first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Tyler, what category would you like? I'll go for a wild card. Okay. Your question is from Meg Connolly. She asks, all right, here we go. She asks, which vampire figure would you rather model your life after? Vlad the Impaler or beauty gurus who bathe in the blood of the innocent? I got to go with Vlad the Impaler because I just really respect Eastern European political leaders. Yeah, Mussolini was sweet. <laughs> what are you? You're cheering fascism. Shut up. What, who am I? Who do I like? The gurus Google. that bathe in the, the uh, blood of gurus that bathe in the blood of the innocent. What does that mean? Is that from a movie? Is that a is that a particular? It's from Blade. Yeah, I like the Blade one. What did you put? You. What this is? Hey guys, we're at fucking come to the comedy studio on Sunday. We're doing a special episode of... Listen, listen, hold on. I don't care if I lose. Listen. I'm calling it Pick a Side, Cupid. I don't know if... He, I don't think he did. He didn't put it on the poster like that, but I thought about it for a couple days. Ran it by my wife, had her work it over, maybe rearranged some words. She's like, hey, Cupid. That's Sunday. The only thing I can bring up is you said... You thought that Mussolini was Eastern European. <laughs> like, it's, he's just not. Okay. It's not. <laughs> it's not okay. You need to know where your dictators are from. It's important. It might have been important pre-2016, bro, but I can say... Anything into a microphone now, and fucking who's gonna check? Seriously, if I said something like fucking Tyler uh, Derniak is actually 
How much time do I got left? Because I'm going to get vulgar. At this point in time, you only have eight seconds left Guys, to come do... out to pick a side Cupid at the comedy studio. Buy a t-shirt. They're under the fucking thing. He doesn't even show them. I don't know why. Time. Looks... All right. Lot, look, a lot of good points on both sides here. I've also never seen Blade, so I really, by law, I couldn't even argue that. I couldn't argue it. I'm going to hand the win here to Tyler Derniak. I do not know a lot about history or geography, but even I was like, this seems dubious. Okay. There we go. That's a shirt. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingill and Stephanie Elliott. Ted, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stephanie, what category would you like? Um, what's fact again? Fact is where I'll ask you if the person is a vampire or not. Okay, I'm going to go with wild card. Wild card, okay. Uh, your question is, which songs do vampires enjoy more? The one start that starts with the lyrics, Cut My Life Into Pieces, or You Are My Sunshine? I'm going to go with You Are My Sunshine. Because, you know, vampires are not obvious like that. Cut My Life Into Pieces. Plus, I feel like... The genre of music that a vampire could really crush to is disco, and I'm pretty sure there is a really good disco remix out there somewhere, like a Bee Gees, You Are My Sunshine. You could get the high collar, the big shoes. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. And for all the little girl vampires that are obviously out there that won from the first round. You know? <laughs> and Stevie Wonder did a song where he's like, you are the sunshine of my life. That's a great song. Uh, a song that no undead monster could appreciate. <laughs> Vampire, that's what they are. They're not sexy, they're not cute, they're undead, blood-sucking monsters, and we all know that's the same thing as being a new metal fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet he does want to cut his life into pieces, and he feels like a freak on a leash, wants to break <laughs> stuff, get some nookie... Um, uh, <laughs> Power Man 5000, that was another one. Uh, excuse me, we are all undead blood-sucking monsters. Some of us just make it look good. Check your privilege. God, I wish I had vampire privilege. <laughs> Get to stay in bed all day. <laughs> fucking, oh, that's great. Uh, if I fucking lose, because that's fucking line. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know what? I'm not a blood-sucking monster. I, I'm an emotional vampire, that's for sure. Time. <laughs> <Job. laughs> 
My favorite part of the night so far has been Ted trying to figure out whether or not he was a vampire. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the win here to Ted Pettingal. Okay, great. That's round one. We're on to my favorite segment now. This segment is called No Contest. And these are the questions that did not make it onto the show tonight. Um, so this one is from Meg Connolly. She asks, which is messier, draining the blood from someone for consumption or breaking up with someone you made immortal? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> Next up, uh, it'll be Meg Connolly had another question. Sesame Street, is the count just a cute way of getting kids to relate to math or a harrowing reminder that even seemingly positive role models are actually monsters? <laughs> it's a sad world that we live in. Dana J. Bine asks, you're a vampire and it's time to fuck. Open or close casket. <laughs> Bill McMorrow asks, how old are you really, Sean? <laughs> Bill keeps accusing me of being a vampire this week. I don't know what's happening. Okay, here we go. Round two. Next up, everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingill and Tyler Derniak. Ted, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Tyler, what category would you like? But Ted didn't even say what he wanted to do. Uh, I'll go with Dracula. Okay. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, is it your job as a vampire to be a horrifying legend or an immortal sex god? It's my job to be a horrifying legend. Because abstinence is the only sexual education <laughs> that needs to happen. And the only way we can protect our children is not for me to be some worshipped sex god, it's for me to be a monster so that they know they need to wait until marriage. That's what vampirism's about. It's about abstinence-only education. So what are my two options? To be an immortal sex god or a horrifying legend? I'm going to say, can it be both? Uh, no, it can't, because i got to pick a side, stupid. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be a, an immortal sex god, but let me tell you, if you've lived, like, a few hundred years, and you, there's going to be some stuff in your past that you're not proud of. Uh, no matter how much of a sex god you are, there's, like, if vampires were real, they would almost certainly be the first to be me too um, 
Like, Dracula has a hypnotic stare that just sedu- he uses it as a seductive tool. That's manipulation, everybody. Um, I don't know why I got so social justice with this one. <laughs> you know how hard a woman comes if you turn into a bat inside her vagina? <laughs> Time. <laughs> Ted, do you know how hard a woman comes when you tear her blood out of her? Very hard. Because I'm a monster. And you need to wait until marriage. You see, you can you you're like you're like, "Oh, I want to be a sex so I want people to know what I'm about." There's no secrets here. I'm a monster. Time. Listen, I'm not even saying you don't have to. Like, you can wait to marriage and be a sex god. Like, you ever see, like, a married couple that's been together for 40 years, and then they're still, like, real smitten with each other, but they're, like, old and gross, and they're still, like, making out, and, you know, they go to, like, nudist colonies and swing? <laughs> Imagine that by, like, a hundred. <laughs> that's the kind of sex god I want to be. Just saggy 400-year-old man tits. When people watching other <laughs> All right. I gotta hand the win here to Ted Pettingal. Oh, wait, do I stay on stage? No. Nope. Okay. We're down to the final four right now. So here we go. We will uh, next up it will be Izzy DeRosa and John Farrell. Okay, Izzy, would you like to go first or second? Second. Second. Okay, John, what category would you like? I'll take Van Helsing. Okay. <clears throat> All right, your question is... You've invited all the goth kids over for a nice dinner. In order to detect vampires, which do you hide in the food? Garlic or a crucifix? I'm definitely going with garlic because I would also know who was goth and also who is not Italian. And I would rule that out that way. The the crucifix, I don't know. I grew up Irish Catholic, so that that doesn't really bother me. But the garlic, you got got to put the garlic in there. You got to weed them out. Uh, Yeah, you got to do that. I mean, the goth kids will be freaking out. I I don't think that... well, if you put garlic in it, the goth kids, I don't, also their face when they do it, they, they seem very bland people. I don't think they'd be able to handle the garlic at all. Good point. So I would put a crucifix in their food. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've, I've never had goth friends. <laughs> but <laughs> not, I don't think I was cool enough for them in, like, when, I don't know. But... I think I would imagine that if I had a crucifix in the food and they found it, there would be some sort of like ritual ceremony in the living room, which would be a lot of fun. It would kind of go from like a dinner party to a dance party, right? I feel like that's like maybe a thing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going with that. 
I have to go with garlic, too, because if you, you put a bunch of crosses in the food, that's an expensive dinner. That, that, that is, I, I'm not, that, that's a lot of, that's a lot. Also, like, you're cooking that. That's, that, that just seems sacrilegious. I'm not about that at all. I'm down with Jesus H. Christ. And, I, and that is why I'm going with garlic. I also, I want to add, I have nothing against the goth community when I said I wasn't friends with them. That wasn't like a, oh, I didn't want to be friends with them. I really, I don't know. Uh, but also, I think that I'm going to do the best for my friends. So I'm not going to worry about the price. If it's going to be expensive to put it in the food, I'm going to do that. And I'll probably get, yeah, I'm going to do that. I feel like that's bougie and that's very fun and very 2019 Instagrammable dinner. So... That's where I'm going. All right. I got to hand the win here to Izzy DeRosa. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingell and May Keith. Ted, would you like to go first or second? All right, May, what category would you like? Uh, is Dracula left? Yes, there's still one Dracula. All right, your question is from Dana J. Bine. He asks, which vampire disability would you rather be born with? You turn into a baseball bat instead of a vampire bat? Or you die like a bumblebee if you bite someone? baseball bat uh, and here's the here's the reason the whole point of being a vampire is killing people and immortality like that's the two things so to take both of those away that sucks I'd rather be able to turn into a baseball bat because puns are funny um, <laughs> so there's that uh, plus like if somebody's searching for me if there's a Van Helsing after me they're not gonna look in the fucking pile of baseball bats also, what's kind of cool is maybe I will be used to kill other vampires. Um, and I kind of like that because I don't like other people, and I don't think I would like other vampires either. Man, I was really hoping I was going to get baseball bat. That would have been such a good callback to my last... Winter. All right, you guys have short memories. Uh, about turning into a bat inside a woman. Get it? All right, cool. Uh, also, bumblebees don't bu die if they bite something. They, it's if they sting something. But I, I, I get the logic. It's not, it's not a good question. Um, you know what? If I was a vampire and I would die if I bit somebody, I would just go around dressed like a bumblebee, and I would just stab people and just drink their blood that way. It's, it's a very easy workaround. It's not like I gotta, like, you, there's plenty of ways to get blood out of people. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to use your teeth. That's not even the sexiest way to get blood out of people. John. 
Do you guys have any idea how hard someone comes when you turn into a baseball bat inside of them? Um, and as a matter of fact, that is the sexiest way to get blood out of someone. But, but get consent first, all right? Get consent. I think that's the least sexy way to get blood. Time! <laughs> all right. Hey, look, good stuff all around, but I got to hand the win here to May Keith. <laughs> yes, so for our finalists, it will be... May Keith versus Izzy DeRosa. Okay. May, would you like to go first or second? Second? Okay. Izzy, you can pick from Vampire. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Van Helsing, fact or fiction? Van Helsing. Okay, great. Hey, your question is, when walking home at night in Transylvania, is it better to carry pepper spray or an ultraviolet flashlight? Pepper spray. Um, so I just want to be clear, because I am forgetting. Vampires cannot go near garlic. Right? Yeah, they okay. don't like it. All right, so I'm going to carry pepper spray that is of the garlic variety. Um, because if I'm hungry on my way home, I have a little snack. But then if I run into a vampire, I can kill them. So, or fight them off at least and make it home. And then finish the rest of my pepper spray and get another pack. All right, the thing about pepper spray is that it works on everyone, um, except prisoners. They become immune to it after a while. That's true. Uh, no, but so if you're using pepper spray, you're not going to know whether or not that person is a vampire, right? Like, is this just a mugger? Is it a vampire? I don't know. I pepper sprayed them and ran away. <laughs> if you use the ultraviolet flashlight, uh, you're going to know, because if it's a vampire coming at you, you're going to stop them, and you're going to be like, oh, holy shit, that was a vampire, I got away. Uh, or you're going to get stabbed. So <laughs> it's high risk, high reward. Uh, and that's how I live my life. But I feel like the snack, the at-home, I mean, the midnight snack on the walk home is very important. And I think that you could have two buttons on the pepper spray. This is like a fancy kind, so you can spray both. If they're a vampire, they die. And if they're a human, you've sprayed them, and they run away. You run away. That's all. Izzy, in an attack, seconds matter, all right? You can't be figuring out pepper or garlic. Uh, secondly, I'm pretty sure that Gwyneth Paltrow says that ultraviolet light is like eating, so you can snack on that. Um, 
Goop is now a part of Netflix. That's a thing. All right. A lot of good points here. But I think you all know that I can't decide this one on my own. I'm going to need your help. Sarah, do we have the setup? No, we don't have a setup. Okay, well, you guys can sit down and I'll call back the winner up so that you don't have to stand up here awkwardly while everybody votes. But uh, Sarah's going to set up the poll so that you guys can vote. We'll put it up on the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group. And I will read off the winner. Our winner tonight is... Makeith, ladies and gentlemen. And that is our show for tonight. How about one more time for our champion, Makeith? That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope we made your commute a little bit easier or folding laundry or whatever it is that you do while you listen to podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, if you're enjoying this one, why not subscribe? Check out that little subscribe button, click on it, get each episode as it comes out. I don't want you to miss our best episode yet. So click subscribe today so that you get each one as it comes out. Sometimes they're on Mondays. Sometimes they're on Mondays and Thursdays. Hey, congrats to May Keith on winning this week. And thanks to Matt Bedell for drawing up the artwork. He did a great job with our Vampires poster. You can check him out on Instagram at Bedell was already taken. He's always got cool stuff up there. And thank you all for listening. Click that subscribe button and we'll see you again next week.